Welcome to Super Great Kids Stories. Fun tales to make you laugh and cry with some of the best storytellers from around the world. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Well, hello. How are you? I hope you're having an okay week. The sun is shining here in Britain and the birds are singing the day into being. Our story this week is about a bird, a parrot to be precise. A clever parrot who's a little bit sad because he's stuck in a cage. It's a Jewish tale told by Pamela Marr. But before we start, I want to share some more happies sent by Super Great Kids followers this week. Ainsley in Massachusetts sent us a beautiful picture of Pamela Marr's story, The Fish and the Star. It has an amazing sense of space and a very smiley star smiling down at an equally smiley fish. And Lily sent us a brilliant story map of Toops, Tianjie and the yellow dress. Thanks, Lily. I love story maps because they help you to tell the stories. And that's what this is all about. Getting you to listen to and then share the stories with someone else. It's a gift you can give for free. Try telling a grandparent or a friend a story and see how happy they are. If you'd like to see Ainsley's or Lily's picture, or if you'd like to send us a picture of your own favourite story, then go to facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. We've also had a lovely review from Lily, who says she listens to the stories when waiting for her big sisters to come out of school. And someone who didn't give us their name sent us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and a splendid Spot the Difference puzzle. Thank you. Right, now, here's Pamela Marr with this week's tale, The Parrot's Advice. Are you ready? I know this story is a Jewish story, but friends of mine from India say that it is told there too. So perhaps a long time ago, the Jews of India carried it to Europe. It starts, as so many stories do, with Once upon a time, a prince came from a far-off land to visit a king, and with him he brought a present of a parrot with magnificently coloured feathers. This bird was a truly remarkable bird, because he didn't just say, Pretty Polly, pretty Polly, like so many parrots do, and he didn't just mimic what people taught him to say. No, this parrot spoke just like a person and could hold a real conversation. The king gave the parrot to his daughter, the princess, and she had a magnificent and elaborate cage built for him out of pure silver, and she instructed her servants to feed the bird on the finest of fruit, the plumpest of nuts, and to groom and oil his feathers and keep his cage spotlessly clean. Every morning the princess came to the parrot's cage and told him of all the little things that were worrying her, because even princesses have problems, you know. She would ask the parrot for any comments or advice that he might have for her, and he always considered what she said 
and answered her thoughtfully. But to himself, he thought, Oh, how unhappy I am! What kind of life is this, stuck in a cage, day after day, never able to get out and fly? But he couldn't think of a plan of escape, and so he lived in the cage for days and weeks and months, and a whole year went by. One day, the parrot overheard the princess talking to one of the king's servants. The servant was going to accompany the king on a journey to a far-off land, and the princess was giving the servant a shopping list of all the perfumes and fabrics and necklaces that she wanted the servant to bring back with him. Now the parrot recognised the name of the country that the royal party was to visit. It was one he used to know very well, because it was his homeland, and his heart leapt when he heard that that was where the royal party was going. When the princess had finished giving her list of desires to the king's servant, the parrot whistled at the servant to come to the cage. Come here! said the parrot. I want to ask you something. Yes, said the servant. You are going to my homeland, said the parrot. So please do something for me. If while you are there you see any parrots that look like me and could be relatives of mine, will you please, please tell them about me? How I am far away and imprisoned in a cage, and even though I am fed every delicacy and given every luxury, I am miserable because I have to stare at a shut door all day long. I will, said the servant, but the truth is, the journey was long, and the sights to be seen were exciting. So for a long time, the king's servant completely forgot about his promise to the parrot, until the day before the royal party were due to return home. Early that morning, the servant left his bed to gather the last apricots from a tree in the gardens of the palace in which they were staying. Suddenly, a large flock of parrots all exactly like the princess's parrot, flew over his head and settled in the apricot tree in front of him. They reminded the servant of his promise. Quietly, he approached the tree and stood underneath the branches and looked up at the birds. They were feasting on the apricots, but on his approach they stopped and looked down at him. The servant looked over his shoulder to check that no one was around to see him talking to a tree full of parrots, because he felt rather foolish. But he saw no one, so he spoke, calling up the words that the princess's parrot had told him to say. When he had finished, the parrots started chattering and cawing to each other, and then one of them flew down and landed on the servant's shoulder. He was amazed and put his hand up to his shoulder and the bird hopped onto it, cocking its head to one side and looking at him as it sat in his hand. The servant began to gently stroke the bird's feather with his other hand, at which the parrot suddenly rolled over in his palm 
and seemed to have died. It lay completely still, with its eyes closed, its legs sticking up in the air. The servant stared at the bird in his hand. Gently he jiggled its legs. Then he wobbled its wings. But the bird's eyelids didn't even flutter. It was quite lifeless. Feeling frightened and confused by the parrot's sudden death, the servant threw its body towards the base of the tree where the rest of the flock sat still. But before the bird reached the ground, it turned in the air, opened its wings and soared up into the sky. And then the whole flock left the tree and followed, leaving the servant bewildered and confused. The royal party travelled home and the princess was delighted with how the king's servant had found everything on the list that she had asked for. The princess's parrot was impatient to speak to the servant, and he whistled and whistled and bounced up and down on his perch until at last the servant came over to the cage. Hello, said the parrot. Did you meet any of my family? Yes, I did, said the servant, and a very strange lot they are too. What do you mean? asked the parrot. Did you tell them of my situation? Did they give you any suggestions to help me? I did, said the servant, and he told the parrot exactly what had happened at the apricot tree. The parrot said nothing. He just listened to the story with his head on one side and nodded sympathetically when the servant told of how confusing the situation had been. Some weeks later, the palace was woken in the morning by the weeping and wailing of the princess. She'd come to talk to her parrot and found him lying dead in the bottom of his cage. She called for her maidservant and demanded that the bird be given a royal funeral. The maidservant brought some richly embroidered cloth, opened the cage and laid the lifeless bird onto it. She carried the bird to the servants' quarters and told them that one of them must dig a grave and bury the bird and one must plant flowers round the grave and when that was done, the princess would come and say prayers over the grave. When the maidservant left... The rest of the servants began arguing as to who would have to do the hard job of digging. But then one said, Why don't we just throw the bird's body onto the rubbish heap here at the back door? The princess never comes near here, so she won't know, and we can show her a spot in the garden that's already planted with flowers and tell her that the parrot is buried there. Good idea, cried another. So they all crowded out of the kitchen door and one threw the body of the parrot towards the top of the rubbish heap. But as soon as the bird was in the air, its wings opened and it soared up into the sky and flew away. And only then did the king's servant understand what the advice of the parrot's family had been to their far distant relative. Aha! Uh -huh. So, even though they were a long way away, the parrot's family were still able to get the message to the parrot how he could escape from the cage. Brilliant! 
handy to know you can trust your family when you're in a fix, no matter how far away they are. Thanks for listening. I'd particularly like to thank all our listeners in Seattle. We really appreciate your support. If you'd like to support our podcast, then head over to ko-fi.com forward slash stories. And if you have a picture of your favourite story to share, then go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash stories. And every time you put a review on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, it helps to share these stories with other children. And it gives us a little thrill. <laughs>